Welcome to the preaching podcast of Life Point Church. We're so glad you've joined us here. If you're ever in the Baton Rouge area, please stop by. We'd love to meet you. For more information on our church or Pastor Donovan, please visit our website at golifepoint.com. Say, man, you're looking good tonight now. Uh, now I didn't say gorgeous. Don't, don't, just, just, they look good. Amen. Isn't it good to be in the house of God? It is. Every opportunity that you get to be in the house of God, it is an amazing moment. You know why? Because you never know what's going to happen. You just never know what God's going to do. When I got the phone call from Donovan and, and he was, he said, hey man, and I knew when he calls, I was, something's up. <laughs> never fails. He said, hey Jeff, he said, uh, he said, what are you doing Wednesday night? I said, what's, what's up? He said, I'm a... Uh, I'm in Florida, and he said, I need you to be at Life Point on, on, uh, tomorrow night. That's short enough notice for you, don't you think? And uh, I said, I'll be there. And uh, so on the way here from Alexandria to, to uh, this evening, you know, I, uh, you know, I've been doing this, traveling for 31 years, been all over the, the world, seen a lot of great things happen. And I don't believe anything's by mistake. I believe everything's designed by God when it comes to his work. And if you're here tonight, if you've come here tonight and you need a touch of God, welcome to an opportunity of a lifetime. Welcome to the kingdom of God. Well, some, I look at somebody and say, welcome to the kingdom of God. Amen. Can we give the Lord a good hand clap? Come on, everybody. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. We're going to the book of Psalms tonight, the 56th chapter. And uh, we're going to read one verse, probably one of my favorite verses in the Bible, one of many, but I just love this verse because it really gets right to, the, right, to the, right to the heart of it. And it says, when I cry unto thee, I like, when I cry out to you, then my enemies will turn back. Everybody said, then they're going to turn back. So in other words, until you cry out to God, there ain't nothing going to happen. But the moment you cry out to God, something begins to take place. At that moment, then your situation, then your circumstance begins to turn back. This I know. Somebody shout, this I know. This I know. Mm-hmm. Because God is for me. Come on, look at somebody and say, God's for you tonight. Can you do that? This I know. Come on, somebody shout, this I know. Oh, give the Lord another hand clap of praise. Man, I'm telling you, the Lord is in this house tonight. You know, I remember when I was in second grade up in Minneapolis, and one of the reasons why I love Donovan and Valerie and, and the family is because they understand home missions. They understand building something from nothing. I, and when I was eight years old, we went to Minneapolis, Minnesota to start a home mission church up there, and they didn't even know what Pentecost was about up there. But we went up there, and I was in second grade, and has anybody ever been bullied before? I have. I've been bullied a lot. You know, I come up from the south. I come up from Texas City. My dad pastors in Texas City at the time. I had that southern draw, and they made fun of me all the time up there. But you know what, though? I learned something when I was up there on the playground. There was a couple boys that always picked on me. And then I had a brainstorm one day, and my brainstorm was this. Find the biggest dude on the playground and become his best friend. 
I was second grade and I figured that one out. And I, I'll never get this boy. I don't know how many grades he was held back. But he must have been held back a few because he, he was probably about 5'9". And big old boy. And, you know, and nobody wanted to have anything to do with him but me. And I became his best friend. You know what? It's amazing that the bullying stopped. Because the moment they would start, I would look at him and I'd say, you know, right over there. Because he, you know why? Because he always had my back because me and him were friends. That's what David did. He became close with the most powerful being in the world, the God Almighty. When David cried out to the Lord, it was over, honey. God came to his rescue. And tonight I'm just going to say this. God is for everybody in this building. It doesn't matter who you are. There's a God that says, I'm your father. You're my child. Hear me. When the silence steals your voice, he understands. Hear me tonight. When you're in the valley of the unknown, he understands. When your back is against the wall, he understands. When it seems like no one cares, he understands. When you mess up and the guilt comes rolling in, he understands. Oh, I just love that. You know why? Because he's for us tonight. So throw all your cares upon him and declare Jesus. Somebody shout Jesus. All my doubts, all my fears, they don't scare me. So I'm going to stop all negotiations with the God of all creation. I'm just going to stop it and declare you're bigger than I thought you were. Sometimes we put limits on God. Can I tell you, take the limits off God tonight, people, and just declare, you know what, God? You're bigger than my problem. You're bigger than my situation. You're bigger than my circumstance. And I'm going to trust you because this I know, you're for me. Oh, hallelujah. So I'm going to stop it tonight because God's for me. We need to rest and listen to me. We need to rest in the Father's hands and leave the rest in the Father's hands. And throw all of our cares upon him. Anything that's trying to harm us. Anything that's trying to separate us from the love of God. It's time to rise up and shout out what the word of God says in Romans 8. Nothing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing. Nothing. 1 Peter 5, 7 says casting, listen to it, casting all your cares upon him. Why? For he careth for you. I just love the word of God, man. Friend, if there's ever a time this world needs to hear that, it's right now. And all the turmoil that's going on with all the politics and, and all this, and throwing rocks at everybody and everybody accusing everybody, we need to declare like we've never declared before that there's a God that loves everybody and he, he's our Father God and he loves us. Come on, look at somebody and say, he loves you, man. Hear this preacher. If God could close the mouth of the, of the lions for Daniel, part the Red Sea for Moses, make the sun stand still for Peter, put a baby in the arms of Sarah and raise Lazarus from the dead, then he certainly can take care of you. He can certainly take care of old Jeff tonight. Nothing you're facing today is too hard for him to handle. God Almighty makes it perfectly clear in Isaiah 41. It says, fear not. Everybody say, fear not, for I am with thee. I like that. 
be not dismayed, for I am thy God. Folks, let me tell you something. He is your God. You're his child. Does anybody here love your kids? I say this all the time. I got a granddaughter that's seven years old. I know I got gray hair. I'm getting up there, but can I tell you something? You fool with her. I'll tell the Holy Ghost, don't go anywhere. I'll get back to you later. Huh? Nobody fools with Karen. You fool with her, you fool with Puffy. That's what she calls me, Puffy. You fool with Puffy. Not Peepaw, not Pawpaw, Puffy. That rocks, man. That makes me feel young. She calls me Puffy. I can understand why she did. Well, you know, how come she called me that? But you know what? It, it doesn't matter where she's at or what's going on. If she calls me, guess where I'm going to be? I'm going to be, in fact, I was in Center, Texas this weekend. She calls me on a Saturday night and says, where are you, Puffy? I said, I'm in Center, Texas. She said, what you doing there? You're supposed to be here at the house with me playing Batman. Oh, yeah, you think, you know, it's amazing what a 60-year-old guy would do, get out on the floor and play Batman and Robin with LOL girls and OMG girls. <laughs> now, some of y'all don't know what them are, but I can just about tell you all, the, every one of them. I mean, Neonlicious and all of them. I know all them girls' names. You know why? Because I get out there with her. Can I tell you something? That's the way if, if I feel that strong weak, that strongly about her, how much more the Bible says does your heavenly father feel about you? He loves you. In fact, your name is printed on the palm of his hand. And, I, and I've been this year in the midst of this pandemic and all this stress and, and all this junk going on, I've been telling everybody there's ever a time when everybody needs to stand up and just shout it out. He's my God and he loves me and he's looking oh God, and he's looking out for me. Fear thou not for I am with thee. Be not dismayed for I am thy God. I'm going to strengthen you, he said. Yea, I will. In other words, I'm going to help you. I will uphold thee with my right hand of my righteousness. David said, God is our refuge and strength and a very present help in trouble. In other words, God is a safe place to hide, ready to help when we need him. That's the awesome thing about God is he's always there. He's always right on time. I mean, this past fall, especially for me, and all the situations that I've been going through and all the tragedies that struck my family in the midst of it all. I remember back in uh, this past January, I, I, I went to a conference in Atlanta. And, uh, and uh, the name of the conference was Passion Conference. And I went to Passion in, in Atlanta. And, and uh, a preacher got up there and he said he just struck home with me. And I've been saying it all the time. Life is hard, but God is good. Folks, I've been telling myself that this, this whole entire fall and in the midst of that, God has strengthened me. God has said, Jeff, I'm with you. God has said, I'll never fail you. I'll stick closer than a brother because I'm your God, you're my child and nothing can separate you from my love. Nothing can come between me and you, Jeff, because I'm with you and if God will tell me that, he'll tell you that tonight. You might be up against it with your finances but there's a God that says, hold on, I'm on my way. I'm gonna help you with Oh, that ought to make somebody rejoice in that right there. 
God is your refuge tonight. He's your refuge. When you, when you really understand who the mighty God in Christ really is, you can look at all your doubts and fears and say, God is for me. Even if we have to walk through the valley shadow of death, you will declare the words of David, I will fear no evil, Lord, for you are with me. Just as the Lord told Joshua, he's telling us tonight, have I, I commanded thee. Let me tell He commanded this. God commanded this. Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid. Listen to him. Neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee. Whithersoever thou goest. So guess what? When I'm in the valley of death, I'm walking, honey. And I'm walking with Jesus. And let me tell you something, I don't always feel good. And there's been times, I remember a song back in the 70s. You young people probably don't remember it. But there was, I think it was Tammy Wynette wrote a song, I Never Promised You a Rose Garden. She didn't know how prophetic that it was. God never promised us a rose garden. But he did say, I'll provide a way through. He never promised us a bridge over troubled waters, but a pathway through it. Mm. Let that sink in. There'll be some times that I'm walking and God's built up all these things on each side of me. And, I, and if you're not careful, you know, you'll, you'll get focused on the things that's trying to overwhelm you. And God said, haven't I provided you a dry place to walk? There's no mud there. There's no muck. You're going to go through this, Jeff. Everything's going to be all right. Because you know why? Because every step I took, God took one with me. God was always right there by me. If you're struggling with something tonight, and I come here tonight kind of heavy hearted with a sense of urgency. If there's something been bugging you, it's time to bring that to Jesus Christ and say enough is enough. I need God's help. I need God to remind me who he is, what he is, and what he can do in my life and how he can change my life. That's the kind of God I'm talking about tonight. He is for you. Oh, somebody give the Lord a shout of praise right now. Come on, stop that negotiation with God and just declare it. You're bigger Jesus than I thought you were. Oh, somebody clap your hands. Negotiate with God. Just like he told Moses, I am that I am. That's all you need to know. He can handle it all. Like he said in Hebrews 13, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Friend, if the word of God says it, we better believe that. You better believe it. He's the almighty God. He's our savior. And he loves everybody in this room. It doesn't matter what you have or what you don't have. We're all God's children tonight. And I say, I've been saying this for as long as I've been preaching, close to 40 years. You better hear me. It's not about denomination. It's about Jesus Christ. Denominations can't save you. But Jesus can. Oh, I'm glad I'm a part of the United Pentecostal Church, but they can't save me. But But I am glad that I'm a part of the kingdom of God. I'm glad I'm a part of the children of God. That we're all trying to make it, aren't we? 
We're all trying to make it through this life, especially through this pandemic. But let me tell you something. When we come out of this thing, when it's all said and done, we're going to look back. People that drive by this building is going to look back and say, then people never gave up. Then people held on to hope. Then people held on to their faith. Your family's going to declare it. I don't know how they did it, but they still stood their ground. I don't know how they did it, but they kept going to church. They kept praising God. They kept calling out to him, and they made it through it. Oh, clap your hands unto him. Hallelujah. This I know. Let me tell you something about Jesus. He makes it easy to love him. Makes it easy. For he brings joy into our lives. You know, the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit is righteousness, peace, and joy in it. That's what the kingdom of God is. That's what the Bible says. So what this world needs then is a good dose of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit of God. And the great thing about it, it's going across every denominational lines. I mean, when I was at that, at, at that Passion Conference, it was, this was put on by another organization. And, and I sat there with 19,000 college kids. And, and, uh, and they asked me, they said, they wanted to know that what group I represented. I said, and I knew our church POA had several people there. I said, well, they're scattered out there somewhere. I said, I'll have to find them. But I sat there and watched 19,000 college kids with their hands in the air crying and calling on the name of God. And I felt the Holy Spirit rush into that packed out auditorium. And I said, God, you're bigger than we ever thought you were. God, you're reaching people we never thought you would ever reach. Here they are, 19, 20, 21, 22-year-old kids with their hands in the air. And the Holy Ghost began to fall in that auditorium. And I said, thank God that you love us. Back, one of my favorite bands is Crowder. I love me some Crowder, man. He got to singing the song, There's a Ghost in the House. Man, I mean to tell you, almost got it, but start taking a lap. Man, he got to talking about the Holy Ghost. and Man, them kids was going nuts. I looked at my wife. I said, my God, I feel like I'm back at POA. And let me tell you, I wasn't looking around about what they looked like and what they had on. It didn't matter. All the, I, the only thing I was concerned about, here were some kids with their hands in the air. They realized that God loved them just like he loved me. And they were reaching more for God. Can I tell you, there's a whole generation out here that's looking towards us. And we got to present Christ to them in a way that turns them on and says, I don't know what they have, but I want it. I don't want tradition. I want a move of God. I don't want to just go to church. I want to experience God. Oh, clap your hands unto him. Come on, somebody. This I know. He brings joy into our lives. If you're here tonight, let me just say this. If you're here tonight and you've never been filled with the Spirit, come on and get you some of this. Come on and get you some of this. That's the best thing since sliced bread, honey. I'll tell you, it'll wear you out. Here a while back, I had a, this, <laughs> in fact, I was up on the East Coast. I was in Philadelphia, and this lady come in there, and she never, I mean, she was, you know, she'd never even been around anybody in church where they even hardly raised their hands much, you know, and let alone clap them, and she was just freaking out, man. 
I mean, she looking around. Everybody was jumping. Everybody, she, she didn't know what was going. First time ever being in a in, in a in an atmosphere like that. It was right downtown, and we were just rocking the house for Jesus. And it uh, it you know, in just a little while, she made her way down the aisle. She walked up there, and I looked at. Her, I said, "What can I do for?" She said, "I want that thing you said called the Holy Ghost." I, she said, "You said, preacher, it'll bring happiness, peace, and joy into my life." I said, "It will." She said, well, I want it. I said, raise your hands right now. We're going to pray the prayer of faith. God's going to fill you with it. And when he does, you're going to feel it. And you're going to get excited about it. And you're going to know that it's real. That it's not a figment of your imagination. Because this I know, that God is for you just like he's for me. He wants you to have it just like he wanted me to have it. In a few minutes, God baptized her with the Spirit. She was speaking in that heavenly language, man. It was cool. I went down there and I said, how you feel? She just reached and grabbed me. I lost skin to your back a while back. Above it, we just begin to jump like this. Finally, I told her, I said, you got to raise your hands and let me go. I mean, we just doing a two-step right around the front, man. I mean, we were just jigging. Finally, I got her to get her hands in the air and she went to worshiping God when it's all said, you hear me. When it's all said and done, I walked down. She motioned for me like this. She said, preacher, I never felt nothing like this in my whole life. She said, she said, I've been in a state of depression for the last five years. And she said, I just didn't, just couldn't understand it. She said, I've been through so much tragedy. I said, well, tell me about it. She said, I was sitting on my bed. Listen to it. She said, I was sitting on my bed with a nine millimeter stuck in the roof of my mouth. And she said, I was getting ready to pull the trigger. And she said, I said, if there's a God, stop me. Precious little old lady from the church, walking the church, knocked on her door. She put the gun down, went downstairs, answered the door, said, can I help you? She said, I don't know who you are, but you need to come go with me to the crusade. God wants to help you tonight. Are you joking me? No, I'm not. Five years before, sent her little eight-year-old boy down to the corner grocery store downtown Philly. They have them little convenience stores on the corners. She took her in. He got caught in a drive-by shooting and got killed. Lost her job with the state of Philadelphia. I mean, with the city of Philadelphia, lost everything. And now here she's sitting, saying she has no hope. Because can I tell you something? When you're through with your life, God will take it. God says, "Give it to me. I'll make something out of it." And for the first time in over five, almost six years, that woman was rejoicing. She said, "She said, preacher, I've never felt this good before in my life." She said, "But something weirds happened to me." I said, "What it is?" She said, "While I was uh, speaking in that weird language, uh, she said, the more I spoke, the better I felt." And she said, "All of a sudden, it came to me. Something spoke to me. And I looked around to see who it was, uh, and there was nobody around me." And she said, "The voice as plain as day told me, your son is rejoicing for you on the other side, uh, waiting on you to get there." Can I tell you something? This ain't something that we dreamed up. This ain't something that we just conjured up. But there's a God that he's real and he's our God. You're his child and he loves you. Oh, somebody ought to rejoice. He's our God. He sticks by our side. He's faithful. He's just waiting on somebody to say, just like that song. I heard it at Passion. I just got to tell you about it. He said, you are the refuge I run to. Yeah, you are. You are the fire that leads me through the night. Jesus, I'll follow you anywhere. 
There's a million reasons to trust you. There's nothing to fear for you are by my side. For you came to my rescue. Can I tell you something here tonight? God wants to come to your rescue. One woman that knew nothing sitting on the edge of a bed and said, if there's a God, stop me. Knock at the door. From one moment getting ready to end her life to just about an hour and a half later, she was rejoicing and shouting in the front of the building. Me and her was doing the two-step. I don't know what we were doing, but whatever it was, it was awesome. All because she said, I'll go with you to the house of God. And here we said in the presence of God, same God that was in Philly, it's the same God that's here tonight. Seeing your need, seeing your situation, seeing your circumstance. Uh, let me tell you something. You may not think it's that big, but every need, every situation is important to God. There's no such thing as something more important. All of our needs are important to God because he's our father and he loves us. Uh, that's like that granddaughter of mine. Every time I go to Target, it costs me 100 bucks. Anybody know what I'm talking about? She's got every OMG doll, every LOL doll that you can think of. Except for one, and her name is DJ, and you can't find that. That's a $200 dog and she, a doll, and she ain't getting that one. <laughs> Not going to happen. I already told her that. She said, well, maybe you'll get lucky and find it. <laughs> but you hear me. I do anything for that child. How much more will our Heavenly Father do for us? He owes a cattle on a thousand hills. He could help us out of desperate situations. I could stand up here and tell you time a time, I should be dead tonight from a, from a faulty furnace in Lake Charles. I, 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 I should be gone years ago. But God got a hold of my brother on the Lake Charles old bridge that goes into Westlake. He said, you better get to Moss Bluff because your brother's about to die from asphyxiation. My brother found me and drug me out of the house and began to pray, and God brought me back from death. And people wonder why I, I'm so excited and I have a passion for this. It's because I know he's real and I know he's looking out for me and I know he's looking out for you. It's just up to us to respond to it and say, God, I'm just sick and tired of being sick and tired. I need a miracle in my life. God, I need you to help me tonight uh, on a Wednesday night. Uh, you know, right now, I'm here to tell you, in a few moments, uh, you can walk down here, you can put your hands in there and God will heal you, God will deliver you. God will set you free and you can be happy. How many believes that somebody here tonight could get a miracle in just a few moments? Come on. How many believes that your person sitting next to you that they're right now close to a miracle? Come on, look at somebody and say, tell them, say, you're close to a miracle right now. Come on, look at them and say, you're close to a miracle right now. Oh, preacher, come on now. That's Really? That's pure crazy. Really? Was it crazy in Virginia Beach when that precious woman had been in that wheelchair for 25 years because of a car wreck and paralyzed from the waist down got up out of the chair and began to shout after we prayed the prayer of faith. Don't you understand something? That wasn't no television evangelist prank where we had somebody get in a wheelchair and just bring them up there to build people's faith. That church exploded. People were shouting. People were running. The pastor just stood there. I mean, 
we prayed the prayer of faith. I just kept praying for people. And all of a sudden, about five minutes later, there's a roar went up in the building. I looked back, and she was dancing across the back of the building. It didn't happen, brother, right when, when me and Pastor and us prayed for her. I always wondered why God waited until she got halfway back. It was almost like God looked at me and said, because I didn't want you getting the credit for it. Hello? God said, I want to make sure you understand that that wasn't you, Jeff. But that was me. All I know is this. I've seen enough to know that he's real, that he can change your life. That he can give your life meaning and purpose. But here's the kicker. you got to be willing to trust him. And say, God, here it is. I need help, Lord. I need you to come to my rescue. For this I know you're for me. And if you're for me, then nothing can stand against me. Because you're my God. And beside you there is no other. I wonder if we could just stand to our feet tonight. 758. Close your eyes tonight. Come on. Come on, children of God. Everybody in this place is a child of God. Can I tell you something while you got your eyes closed? I want you to think of this when I'm about to tell you. You're one in a, a trillion tonight. Can I tell you that? You're one in a trillion. There's nobody like you. You're one of a kind. You're made by God for such a time as this. And can I tell you, when God made you, He didn't say, Oops. He didn't say, What was I thinking? He looked at you and say, like the Bible says, he's got an expected end waiting for us. It's up to us to get there. It's up to us to trust him to lead us and guide us into all truth. That's what the word of God says, my friend. Oh, what a God. Oh, what a Savior. He brings life. You hear me? Where something was dead, but now it's alive again. He pulls us out of the ashes and helps us to rejoice in newness of life through the power of his spirit. If you're here tonight, if you don't have the Holy Ghost, I believe in a few moments you can walk up here, throw your hands in the air, and start rejoicing and thanking God for it. And I believe we can pray the prayer of faith on you. And at that moment, you can begin to speak in that beautiful language as evidence that God is baptizing you with the spirit. Just that easy. Because it's a gift. You're here tonight, you need a healing. I'm full of faith, you are too. But it's according to your faith, not mine. But I believe we can pray the prayer of faith and God can begin something marvelous in your life. God can start, the Bible says, call the elders of the church, they'll lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Everybody say recover. Some recover instantly. Some recovers tomorrow, next week, but they're on the pathway. I always look at it like this. The moment we pray, your recovery begins. I'm going to take the, the word of God literally. And I want God to touch everybody in this building tonight. Place a hand on your heart right now. Can you do that? Come on, children of God. That's everybody. You're his child. Accept that. Say, God, I'm your child. I want you to say, have mercy upon me. Oh, God, according to thy loving kindness, According to the multitude of thy tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Uh -huh. Create in me a clean heart, O oh God. Renew a 
right spirit in me, God. Ha! Hallelujah. Wash me, Father God. Cleanse me, Father God. If anything that would hinder you from coming into my life, God, and working a miracle in my life, God, take it all away, God. Take it all away. In the precious name of Jesus, just take it all away, God. Take it Thank you for joining us today. We hope you were blessed. For more information on our church, Pastor Donovan, or service times, please visit our website at golifepoint.com.